right here, right now. Welcome to the podcast with your hosts, Katie and Moni. Get ready to share a laugh and be amused. It's time to tell our stories right here, right now. Hey, Katie. Hey, Monica. How are you today? Feeling bootiful. How are you? I'm feeling spooky, spookified. Yeah, me too. We know that it's Halloween release special. Happy Halloween to those hot off the press listeners. Happy Halloween. Here it is. Last day of October. Ooh, man, big sweep going on. We were just outside having a nice walk and Katie was like, man, I want to do something to feel scared. I just want to, you know, feel fear. And I, (laughs) and we're walking casually and I turned to her and she jumped, lunged at me. She jump lunged. Yeah. Well, growling. Yeah. At me. Ferocious. And it it worked. I felt, I felt the fear. It was an (laughs) adrenaline rush quicker heartbeat i did the full-on reflex like hands above the face my friend is lunging at me what's going on whoa yeah yeah it felt good made you feel a little awake a little bit alive and then she's we started cracking up because i didn't expect that to get her so good she got me (laughs) it got her good and it was pretty hilarious her cute little scared face (laughs) it sounds creepy it sounds really fucked up (laughs) But <laughs> her cute little scared face. For real. I got her good, y'all. It was fun. We were talking about, you know, just the idea that we like that feeling of fear. Mm-hmm. That's why we, some of us, that's why some of us choose to watch scary movies, to go to haunted houses, to take dark walks and share spooky stories with each other and then on another side like fear to me is like mountain biking and skydiving and things that are hurting yourself intensely adrenaline uh (laughs) promoting yeah those adrenaline junkie activities yeah that's are you into them no no (laughs) not at all But you like to go snowboarding skiing yeah but even then there's i prefer to do the things i know i can you know, greens, easy blues. I'm not looking yeah. for a crazy You're not looking for challenge. the adrenaline rush. You're no. looking for the easy rider. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I jumped, I'm a slow and steady gal, you know. And I jumped out of an airplane twice. That was a lot of fear. People like that kind of fear. Yes. Just a different, it's like not the Halloween version of fear, but it is all the same reaction, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. It's all of that fight or flight response, mm-hmm. pumping your body full of endorphins and not endorphins, full of epinephrine. Mm. Yeah. It's powerful stuff. It really is. It makes you feel differently. Whoa. 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 It's going to give us a reaction. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we like that reaction. But sometimes we do things crazy to avoid feeling that fear. Exactly. We miss out on life. Mm-hmm. And don't take risks in our career or in our relationships or in our podcast listening where they offer a creative writing exercise (sighs) elbow elbow (laughs) wink wink (laughs) um but yeah our fear can really hold us back and i think it's important to recognize that it's just fear and monica had a cute little story she wanted to share to give us that example yeah when i was in high school I went to a very terrifying haunted house. 
in San Antonio. Shout out to Nightmare on Grayson. It's still in business. You could check it out yourself. (laughs) Sorry, there's a horse in the background. It's a ghost horse. (laughs) Ghost horse, get out of here. You're not real. Which brings me back to my story. (laughs) Um, We're in there. And I say we. I was with my good friend EJ. And we're... In a clown room of some sort. I don't know exactly. All I remember is we got cornered into the corner. Because that's <laughs> how it's happening when you get cornered. And the clown is up on stilts. So it's, you know, its legs are as tall as my whole body. And it's standing over us in this corner. That is seriously like a nightmare, by the way. For it's real. Terrifying. And there's like lights going on and scary music. You know, it's dark in there. It's just like... Uh, you already the... wanted to be scared or you knew it was going to happen exactly. going in. You have that exactly. like exactly. allowance. And we're it. in the corner and I really felt defeated. Like there was a moment I was just like, oh my gosh, we're fucked. Like I'm in this corner. And I, Aaron, EJ still laughs at me to this day that I sh- got a grip and I shouted, you're not real. I ran past him or under between his legs. I don't really remember, but I got around very easily all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Seemingly a path formed. You're not real. You're not real. And she followed me and we got the hell out of there and moved throughout. You know, I think I fell down running a couple more times. This is a really <laughs> intense experience at the haunted house as a 15-year-old Monty. But, you know, it made me stronger. It didn't kill me. I got out of there because I realized it wasn't real. And it's easy to look at that scenario and be like, well, of course it's not real. Everyone's just actors in there. But when we can take a step back and recognize that most of our fear is something that we're choosing to believe in, Mm -hmm. like choosing to believe the clown is real in the haunted house, Mm -hmm. most of our fear is that way. And if we just kind of snap out of it and say, you're not real or you're not going to hurt me, Mm -hmm. then maybe our horizons could be expanded yeah and i think it goes to to the model because i was in that haunted house and the circumstance was i was in a haunted house and it was scary obviously and the way i was thinking about it was this clown could kill me (laughs) and i'm fucking terrified and i'm gonna be in this corner trapped that was like the thought the feeling the rate the result yeah i'm not going anywhere i'm not going anywhere yeah and then i had a thought change i realized the clown is not real the clown is an actor i suddenly feel empowered my action then is to break free and I was able to get out of that and you know if we can as silly as it sounds to apply it to your haunted house the haunted house example yeah it's the same thought process to the I'm at my job that I'm happy in but I don't feel like I'm progressing I have two options to think I could apply to a new job and search out other opportunities and feel open to that and get something better that's more suited for me, or I could choose to believe that I'm stuck in this role and there's nothing I can do and I'm not going to be proactive and blah, there we go. And it's likely that both of those scenarios would cause some sort of sense of fear. One of them is the fear of being stuck. (laughs) And the other one's the fear of the other side is the fear of the unknown. There's, you know, either side is going to cause fear. So which one will lead us to a more productive sense of self that gives us that empowered reality? Mm -hmm. We crafted our own self. Yep. Speaking of crafting our own selves, another good thing about today is how many of you are in costume? (laughs) (laughs) Or you're going to be later. Or you were earlier this week because it's no longer Thursday. But you're thinking about it still. Yeah. And I wanted to share with you all one of my favorite costumes from back in the day. I was in third grade. 
our neighbor had a garage sale. They were selling their daughter's prom dress, which was probably from like 92. It was maybe mid... No, I bet it came down to like my knees. It was probably mid thigh on the 16 year old, but I was in third grade and um, it was black and white with polka dots and this crazy, wacky, poofy skirt. And my mom took a plastic knife and we sawed it in half and my mom sewed the knife edge onto my back and the handle onto my front and we did blood all down my dress And I thought it was amazing. I painted my face white and I was a dead prom queen. So cool. And one of the houses where I was trick-or-treating was like, looked at me like I was terrible and said, does your mother know you're wearing that outfit or that costume? And I was like, so proud. My mom made this outfit. (laughs) So that was one of my favorites. I think I wore it a mini number Lots and lots of times. Yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing that one in college, actually. <laughs> yeah, Gayla wore it a lot. She actually yeah. did a surf competition in it once. Nice. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Such a cool addition to the costume closet. Yeah. It was fun. Favorite. It was fun. Yeah, it didn't fit me anymore in college. But we found uses for it. <laughs> what are your favorite costumes, Monica? Oh, my gosh. My mom made us costumes like every year. And off the bat, the first one I'm thinking of to share is she made Marco and I, my brother and I, into rodeo clowns one year. And we were all about it. It's not like she made us into it. I shouldn't sound like that. We'd go to the rodeo. You know, we're Texas folk. We go yeah. to the rodeo, stock show and rodeo each year and had ourselves a admiration of Rodney the Clown rodeo clown and so she painted our faces and gave us like fake beards and these really big shorts and she cut them off she got her shorts big adult man shorts at goodwill and we had these t-shirts and these fun suspenders that held up our huge shorts and it was like a super cheap costume like she made it like on the you know we were living very frugally and that was such a cool I I loved that costume I should find a picture of it for you yeah I would like to see that that's a lot of fun yeah it's a good one very cool we should so maybe look on our Instagram for those uh, classic kid pics of yes. Katie and Monty in our silly costumes. Yeah, we've both been. It didn't really take Halloween. We've both been dressing up crazy costumes. Yeah, and homemaking them. Yes. Yeah, making them ourselves so that they're custom to our authentic personalities and yes. fitted to our style, and get to add our own accessories and flair. Such a fun part of Halloween. It is. It's so great to be able to change roles. We've talked mm-hmm. about that before with Renfest. Anything that we can do to kind of let our wild beings out for yeah. a few hours. Yeah. Play. Really, it's all about playing pretend and mm-hmm. going back to your childlike sense of curiosity. Indeed. And just exploring in that pretend world while you're wearing another mask. Exactly. Speaking of childlike curiosity i was recently hanging out with uh our friend jen who's been on our podcast hi jen uh hanging out with her son cress who's three and there were witches around it was there was decorations for halloween i was watching him for about 15 minutes while mom did some work and i see a witch and ask him you know do you think this is a bad witch or a good witch you know i'm thinking of wizard of oz because that's my witch knowledge Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he's like, uh, 
well, um, it's definitely a bad witch. And I was like, how do you know a bad witch? And he said, because they smile when they're mad. It's like, oh my God. Because they smile when they're mad. That's the fucking creepiest thing. (laughs) So creepy. Like, how does a three-year-old know to say something like that? I don't know, but I was like, can you give me a minute while I write that down? (laughs) Stay where you are. Don't do anything. You're being profound. Yeah. I love that. That reminds me of, like, I've tried to the practice of um, saying something, like, mean about somebody while you're smiling. Like, smile really big and then be like, I just hate, I just hate. I just hate you. You're terrible. You're a terrible person. Like I can't even get the words out because I only can hear myself. My voice changes. Yeah. And to I let have... your smile take over. Is that like a help help you get back to feeling better about it? Exercise. Yeah, like if you're feeling yeah. upset, you can be like, I'm so pissed off right now. Yeah. But like smile, you have to say it differently. Yeah. And then the same is true opposite if you try to be really like mad angry face and be nice to somebody <laughs> your voice just changes with it it's hilarious it's yeah i make i have a rule at my the fitness center you, when you answer or talk on the phone you have to smile because you can yes. hear it yeah yeah absolutely my grandmother used to tell me that mm-hmm. you gotta you can hear a smile through. i can hear the smile in your voice that makes me so happy that's right i Daddy. do love it Hi. so sweet yeah um well, we hope that all of y'all have or had a fun, creative, silly, and safe Halloween. Yeah. I wonder what I'm going to be up to on Halloween. It's sandwiched between my husband's birthday and my anniversary, so I really haven't given too much thought about it. Mm. So I get to have some fun planning that. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully you'll need to... You've listened to our How to Plan Stress-Free episode. Oh, yeah. So that you can uh, follow some of those tricks and tidbits. I think it was episode... I don't know the number. Oh, wait. Yes, I do. It was episode 40. Yeah. We totally skipped over our 40th freaking birthday. And all of our anticipation and planning ahead, we didn't even realize. Didn't even recognize we had a priority to tend to. That (laughs) happens sometimes. And when it does, just give yourself a hug and know that... Everyone sometimes exactly. misses their 40th birthday. <laughs> so, and it's never a problem to celebrate a little late. Never. We like to use always and never statements because they're most of the, often always accurate. Yes. They're never wrong. No. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to the podcast. Right here, right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and many more on Channel 4. So, we, for Halloween special, want to share with you a recap of mm-hmm. sorts from a book we picked up. Have you guys seen Drunk History? Well, we're not drunk. No, no, we're not drunk. But in the retelling of any story, we find that it can there can be a certain level of hilarity involved because, you know, we're trying to recap it. We read it earlier and we're going to paraphrase in a way that, you know, might be more entertaining than the original story right, itself. Right. And so bear with that. We picked up a book called Spooky Texas, Tales of Hauntings, Strange Happenings and Other Local Lore. Retold by S. Schlosser. 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 And we're going to recount the tale of Rattler's Ridge 
Uh, apparently, allegedly. Allegedly. A story from Wimberley, Texas. Indeed. The hometown, current hometown of my wonderful parents-in-laws. Parents-in-laws. Very close to us. Very close to us. Hill Country Town. We thought it was regional. Mm-hmm. Appropriate. Yeah. So we got this local fiddler. Yeah, his name is Adam something. Mm-hmm. Can't yeah. remember his last name. Either. Not important to the story. No. no. But he's good. Yeah. He's a good fiddler. He is such a good fiddler that when he plays love songs, men just start proposing yes. to their to their dance partners. Yes. Animals drink water. <laughs> when know. when he's uh playing a march, guys signing up for the military. Very next day. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. a big deal. He's, he's quite persuasive. People come from far and wide to hear him play. And in fact, he's so good. He has an ego that mm. matches his abilities yeah. in fiddling. He knows he's good and he'll often be found boasting about that talent in local taverns or really anywhere that will listen to him. He will share of his brilliance. Yeah. Just making sure everyone knows that he's the best fiddler player mm-hmm. in the world. Yeah. Capable so, of conjuring great things totally great things yeah so one day he's hanging out at the tavern having a beer yeah lo and behold kind of a shady looking guy comes up creepy teeth hoofy feet you know potentially you know do those feet fit in those shoes because i think there's hooves in there are they just hooves yeah he's kind of got dark shaggy hair just a real shady dude yeah and he's like hey uh Adam. Uh, Adam. Does he tell him that he fiddles first? Is he like, I'm a fiddler? Or is he like, you're a fiddler? (laughs) I think we're going to go with, I know you're a fiddler. Okay. And I'm a fiddler too. Okay. Yeah. And I want to fiddle with you. That's right. But he says it like in a mean way, not like in a fun, jovial way. Yeah. Because like, I want to fiddle with you. Yes. And of course... Adam is very confident, despite his potential, you know, this guy is a creep, um, warnings going off in his mind. But he's like, it doesn't matter. I'm the best fiddler. Yeah, let me engage with you. Yeah. And the dude's like, I am a better fiddler than you. And I bet anything you want in the world that I'll fitter, fiddle, I'll fitter, <laughs> that I'm a better fitter than you are. <laughs> And at this point, you guys might be like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is a song. It happened in Georgia. Y'all are full of shit. Rattlers Ridge, my ass. Exactly. And we drew the same conclusion. Right. But we're just telling you as it was told right. in Spooky Texas. But- yes. And then we, just to say, not to, we're, we're going to finish this story up, but we do have some validation from a Google search that we were looking to verify, you know. Is this the same story rewritten? What's going on with this? And we found some very interesting remarks. Yeah. 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 So that will come later. But back to the story. Back to the story. So this shady dude, he's like with the pointy teeth and the funny boots. He's like, listen, Adam, meet me up on Rattler's Ridge, eight o'clock sharp tomorrow evening. Mm. I'll see you there. Bring your fiddle, all your skills, and we're going to have a duel. They go to the ridge. Mm-hmm. They meet Rattler's Ridge. And they're like, whoever... Oh, yeah. We forgot to mention that Adam boasts that he's so good he can bring snakes out of their den. That's an important part of the story. Oh, right. Yeah. And and then the shady dude is like, 
we're going to go up to the ridge and we're going to find out who can get more snakes to come out of their den. Yes. Yeah. And then Adam's like, whoa, 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 whoa. How are we going to know which snakes are coming out for you versus how are we going to know that they're for me? And all of a sudden, Shady Dude, who was allegedly just until now a shady dude, his eyes start glowing. And Red. Come to find out, he's like, well, because I'm the devil, son, and, and I'm going to make these snakes have different colors depending on who brought them out, and, and also it, I'm the devil. Did you hear that? Yeah. And, and Adam's like, yeah, that's cool. I figured that yeah. you were the devil. I, I kind of figured it out. <laughs> but I still am here because I'm such a great fiddler. Yeah. I have so much confidence. ego and confidence. Yeah. I'm going to see what happens. So the devil's like, okay, if the snake comes out for me, Blue spot on its head. Mm-hmm. The snake comes out for you. Yellow spot on its head. You first. Mm-hmm. Adam starts out. He's going through. He's got his... The the ballots. Mm-hmm. The marches. <laughs> the love songs. Yeah. He's going off. He's weaving the it together. The snakes are tumbling around each other mm-hmm. to get out of their den. All yellow dotted. Mm-hmm. For like, it seems like hours. Who knows how long. A long time. Finally, Devil's like, my turn. And he comes out equally ablazing on his fiddle, mm-hmm. which Adam was quite um, jealous of the style of instrument. He had uh, a lot of, like, it was one of those high quality fiddles from, yeah. you know, hell. Adam's like, never could save up enough money for that thing. No. Want it. Damn. I want that. I want that. So there's now. Yellow snakes, blue snakes, yellow dotted snakes, blue dotted snakes. They're out coming out in droves. Mm-hmm. All devil, the snakes. Devil plays for a long time, hours, until finally Adam is like. They play together. Driven to play with him. Oh. They play together. Synergy. Till the sun comes up, they play together. Hellish synergy. Yeah. Incredible. The best fiddling anyone has ever played in the entire world. These mm-hmm. two. Yeah. And uh, finally, they get to counting the snakes. And guess it's what? It's obvious. Adam is one. Two out of three snakes are Adam's. And the devil is like, shit, you have proved yourself a worthy fiddler, more worthy than I. I give you this $50 he throws at his feet. It's a lot of money back in the day. Yeah. Story. Adam's like, yeah. whoa. Today's money, it's like... A million dollars. Yeah, at least 50000 <laughs> And Adam's like, shit, yeah, I won. And he looks up and <laughs> smell of brimstone. Devil's gone. Devil's gone. Oh, then- not before he said something real creepy, though. He's like, eh, enjoy your winnings if you live or something. Yeah. Very um, um, yeah. ominous. Yes, that's the one. That's the word. Looks around, Adam, of course, is surrounded by blue and yellow spotted snakes everywhere he looks. That are starting to rattle now because the music has stopped. All at once. They're rattling. Yeah. And um, Adam reaches for his pistol that he's left near the rock, right where the devil disappeared. The devil took that journey. My pistol. Bastard. The snakes are coming up. They're, they're hissing. They're. <sighs> yeah. Well, you can make your own conclusions because the story, you know, kind of just ends at him grabbing for his bill. Yeah. 
So then back to our search. So the story's over. That's the end. the end. Yeah, you can you can surmise what happened with the snake meeting on the rock, the Rattler's Ridge. But just to show the wide variety of reactions amongst listeners, we thought we'd share comments from an online version of the story. I'm going to read a few choice comments here. A might decent story and worthy to be remembered. We liked the contest between good and evil. What happens? Hopefully a happy ending? Oh my god, so creepy. Poor Adam. Sad face. I loved this story and it was funny when the devil left him alone with all those snakes. LOL. (laughs) So cool. With like 20 O's. Sketchy, 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 sketchy. Wouldn't you leave if the devil was being betting against you (laughs) well this is 100% true I experienced it in real life I'm a really good fiddly fiddler I hit the snakes with rocks it gave me time to run away this is a very good retelling of what happened to me very good very good I'm pleased cool story (laughs) lol I think it might have been inspired by the devil went down to Georgia yeah so those are just a fun few comments that was kind of freaky not as freaky as bloody mary returns though poor adam i hate the devil 10 times over (laughs) thank you for including that yeah so you know where wherever you were on the scale of commentary you know just if you want to share something let us know send us an email katieandmoni at gmail.com you'll find it that's right you care send it send it on our way and now it's time to write our own stories. Yeah. And in the spirit of spooky Texas, we're going to write spooky stories. That's right. That's so, the overlying theme. Mm-hmm. So we're going to draw from our original uh, writer's toolbox, the Jamie Cat Callen um, amazing resource we love. We're going to use the Sixth Sense cards because that sounds kind of creepy. Have y'all watched that movie lately? We should rewatch it. I did. I watched it a couple weeks ago and it was so good again. I hadn't seen it since like the first time in the theater as a youngster. That's a long time ago. What was that? Like early 20, early 20. (laughs) It was in the nineties. It was in the nineties. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, six sense cards. We're going to turn it into a spooky story. We're going to draw three of them. One at a time, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll give we'll have three minutes of writing in between. So get out your pen and your paper and your timer, and let's reveal our first prompt. Sticky raspberry yogurt. Remember, this is a spooky story. So finding a way to incorporate three minutes. Spooky writing. And for your second prompt. A green bird in the winter. Hmm. Add that into your spooky story. Three more minutes. And for your final prompt of your spooky Halloween special story, five bucks left on the table. We just discovered it's hard to write a spooky story. 
that has three different elements of surprise thrown in. Yeah. That are random and seemingly disconnected. Yeah. So I might have cheated. You can't cheat. I kind of probably sort of did, but is it, shall I reveal? Yeah, you can't cheat on these stories. I feel like I did. Let's see if you agree. Are you sure this is the right one? I asked Adam as I stirred the raspberry swirl into the yogurt. He looked over from the zombie face he was creating and started to say yes when he groaned, yeah, no, no, don't mix it up. I like the sticky raspberry part separate from the yogurt. Oh, sorry, no worries, I got extras, as I took the lid off yogurt number two. So what's the technique you're going to use? I asked, curious how he'd use this weird material. What technique? He asked, confused. I motioned to the yogurt, and he laughed. Silly girl, this is just a snack for me. (laughs) He and his zombie model kept laughing at me as I set down the yogurt and backed away sheepishly. I felt foolish, but at the same time, knew working on this movie would be worth my time and embarrassment. A green bird in the winter was set to be the top-grossing post-apocalyptic zombie horror sci-fi thriller that the world had ever (laughs) seen. And I'm the top design assistant. At least for now. Gulp. Suddenly my sense of fear set in. What if I get fired? What if I lose everything? What if Adam thinks I'm a total idiot? Right as I'm spiraling into my self-doubt, I remember the podcast I've been listening to, and I think to myself, abundance. I am abundant in my career, in my finances, in my capacity to succeed. I am abundant in conquering my fears. I am abundant with creative solutions. Right then, I get into my office and I see a $5 bill on my desk. I look around and under a note. You deserve it. Hmm. I have to say I agree, but I'm still a little spooked. Maybe that's just all the zombie paraphernalia. Maybe I should clean this office. (laughs) I don't think you cheated. Well, because it was the name of the movie. I didn't really describe a green bird in winter. You were such a rule follower. Listen to you. <laughs> I just threw it in there. I thought it was perfect. Yay. <laughs> I loved it. Thanks, Fran. Thanks for sharing your story. Yeah, my pleasure. Now let me hear yours. Okay. Are you sure this looks like blood? I asked as I licked up some of the sticky raspberry yogurt that had made its way from my cheek to my lips. My brother scrunched up his nose as he said, We have to give it time to dry, then we'll add in the red dye. The yogurt makes it look like it's oozing, according to YouTube. (laughs) Okay, you better be right, though. I want to totally freak Sean out tonight. He's been bragging about his top-secret costume for weeks, and he thinks I'm dressing up like a fairy. He's going to be so surprised when he finds out I'm going as dead prom queen. My brother started twitting and flitting around the bathroom. He was going as a green bird in the winter. He had a ridiculous green bird costume on. (laughs) Covered in white snowflakes. You're so weird, I told him. But secretly, I was jealous of his ability to just be himself. Suddenly, our fun was interrupted by a power outage. Ooh, spooky, my little bird friend said. Whatever, birdie. Hand me my phone. I'll hold the light while you finish my battle wounds. As I switched the flashlight on, we heard a loud rap at the door. It's only three. Our trick-or-treaters here already? We went to the door to investigate, but when we got there, the front porch was empty. Then we heard the back door open and close. 
We looked at each other, pretending not to be scared. But both of us totally jumped ten feet in the air when we heard a jolting, blood-curdling scream. My boyfriend appeared in the living room, dressed like the best Freddy Krueger I'd ever seen. And he started cackling over our reaction. Oh, I got you so good! Five bucks says that's the best scare you get all night. He threw five down on the table at me and headed toward the front door. But before he left, he planted a huge kiss on my cheek. Mmm, yogurt. What is that? Raspberry? He smacked as he headed out the door. (laughs) Don't be late. Party starts in two hours. He screamed over his shoulder as the door closed behind him. Happy Halloween. (laughs) That's funny. That's a great story. Thanks. I loved it. I love the way he used the five dollars, or I love the way you used the five dollars, and man. that you brought the yogurt back around. Yay! That's a great story. Woohoo! We'd love if you shared your stories with us. We'd love to read them or potentially share if you're feeling into it. Indeed. KT and Moni at gmail.com. Yeah, and make sure to subscribe. Follow us on the IG and FB. Yeah, leave us a review on wherever you're listening. And whatever you do, just share the love. Right here. Right now. Bye. Bye. Please enjoy these fun bloopers from today's episode. I was going to burp. I figured there was a human reaction going on. Wow. (laughs) I had to shake it out. Shimmy burp. Well, hey, shout out to you, Monica, on your cruise. Hi, future Monica. Great job. she's not wearing a costume this year. Well, I actually will be, sort of. We're going to this really neat uh, mud bath thing. Mud uh, mineral coating thing under a volcano situation. There's like a mineral bath going on. I remember you telling me about that. And we're going to get the mud hardened onto us, and then we get in like the super bath and it takes yeah it's gonna be cool it's gonna be amazing so i'll be in some sort of you know mud costume earth costume mud creature that's fun your swamp thing so monica's dressing up like swamp thing for halloween (laughs) um and that made us think of some of our old costumes some of our old favorite costumes right here right now